what's up what's up guys it's your host with the most welcome back to the show welcome back to the open notes podcast it's great to have you man it's been an eventful week for me a little love came in my life a little love didn't come in my life you feel me we're gonna talk about dating a little bit on this week's episode just trying to date as someone attempting to follow God. And then we're going to get into accepting God's greatest gift. So it's a lot in store for the show today. I don't even want to talk about the sports segment, man. Patriots let me down so bad, man. So bad. Like that 20, we lost 20 to 7 to the Dolphins, man. Like blow the team up. Tank. I need Will Anderson, Jordan Addison on my team, man. For real. For real. Patriots disappointed me. But Penn State, we 3-0, baby. 3-0 just dogged an SEC team. You know what I mean? So hopefully if we can get past Michigan State, Michigan, and Ohio State, we can, you know, win and go to the college football playoffs. Basketball training camp starts in two weeks. I just need Steph to win his fifth. I need Steph to win his fifth. You know what I'm saying? And, um... It is what it is. You know what I mean? It is what it is. Baseball, I think Judge is about to get MVP. I think I think Judge is about to get it. I want Shohei to get it just because I think it's cool that he's a pitcher that can hit like 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 freaking Alex Rodriguez, but you know, 56 homers is nuts. So, I think it goes to Judge. Man, I hope that the start of your fall has been great. I hope that many opportunities are lined up in front of you right now. I hope that, you know, the things that you want as always want you. You know what I'm saying? If Even if it's hard to get to, you know what I mean? As always, man, mask up or don't mask up, but stay healthy at least, you know. Stay safe. COVID is still real. People are still dying from COVID. Free BG always, man. I don't, I don't care what you say, man. Should nobody be a political prisoner of war, man. So free BG, free BG, man. And uh, did you guys hear? It just shows you the double standard of people. But did you guys hear that uh, Brett Favre and the Mississippi State governor took away $5 million in resources that were supposed to help those in poverty to build a volleyball stadium for the Southern Mississippi volleyball team. And it's crazy because these be the same people saying, you know, backing these Republicans and trying to take money away from poverty, but you're lying about what you're doing with the money you have. So, you know, I just thought that that was funny. That was crazy funny, but it it just shows you what the world is like. Uh, so I'm going to talk a little bit about what's going on in the entertainment industry. I've had some people want to know, here's the thing, here's why I don't do the, if you've been following the show since day one, here's why I don't do the celebrity gossip, because it's like, I feel like every other podcast show does that. And like my, my, my thinking on celebrity news is always this is these people are dealing in a ball field that I got no business in. They've got millions of dollars. They live a life I don't live. Like, it's not for me to, you know, 
try to figure out what's going on. You know what I'm saying? That's that's not none of my business. I'm trying to keep my little world here together. You know what I'm saying? I'm not in that that takes everything in me. So I really don't got it in me to try to figure out what some rich people are doing. You know what I'm saying? Like I just ain't got it in me. And uh Yeah, so that's my thinking on that. So that's why you know I don't do celebrity gossip, I don't do none of that because it's 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 all a waste of time to me. You know what I mean? And then um also it just I don't know. I just don't feel like us people who don't really deal in those affairs should really worry about anything they do. I think I think celebrity worship is real. I think even being paparazzi is weird. You know what I'm saying? Because you just follow people all day around and snap and take pictures of them and stuff. So that's weird to me. You know what I mean? But anyways, y'all, you know, I've just recently started getting into the dating game and whatnot, and it's already going terrible. I'm talking about I had a nice girl, thought she was a nice girl, and then now I'm getting yelled at for swiping on tinder when really i was just trying to delete the profile you know how it be you know how when you try to do something good and it backfires on you so i met this girl and you know she's she's christ-centered she's attempting to follow god that's all i can ask i know people aren't perfect but like i'm guessing her and her sister went on tinder or whatever blah 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 and i guess i have messaged her her sister or something like that recently or whatever and like she tried to say I think it's funny how you're still swiping on tinder and I'm just like that message is old as fuck you know what I'm saying like that was from a while ago you know what I mean so she didn't really necessarily believe it I'm trying to convince her that you know I was trying to delete the profile and delete any messages and shit so it wouldn't backfire on me, and it ended up backfiring on me anyways, you know? But I'm not going to lie. I feel like there was a deeper lesson God was trying to show me that, like, you know, females, they come and they go. I hate to say that, and if there's, you know, any females listening to the episode, I, I'm, I apologize. You feel me? I'm not trying to be misogynistic or whatever. I'm just saying, like... I think God was trying to teach me a lesson that, like, people, they come and they go because here I am, you know, knowing I'm doing the right thing and stuff like that, and yet still I'm in trouble for something, and you feel me? She most likely going to leave or whatever, and it's just crazy to me because it's like, dang, like, I wasn't even doing that wrong. I was just trying to delete the whole profile, and now I'm getting in trouble for something that wasn't on me, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean... I don't know. Life is funny, but I'm realizing that trying to date as a believer of God and as a follower of Christ is just the same as trying to date regularly. You know, you still put up with the same BS, same type of situation. So that's when I realized, you know, God just showing me like, hey, this is why dating and all that stuff is after focusing on me after the grind after getting yourself better because 
people are going to come and go. People are going to come and go. That's just how it is. You know what I'm saying? So, no misogyny, just trying to better explain my point, I guess. You feel me? I'm sorry about that, ladies. No misogyny, I swear, I promise you. Don't, you feel me? I don't ever want nobody to get that feeling from this show that, oh, you know, he's on that Andrew Tate stuff. Nah, man. And so the other big thing that happened in my life, and, like, I asked a couple people this question, and, I mean, I'm curious because I think you can, but I remember I asked somebody, I said, you know, do you think that you can accept Christ in your life without a pastor? Like, do you think you can pick up the Bible, learn about Christ, and accept Christ in your life and get saved by Christ without needing a pastor to do that? Because I'm going to be honest with you. I think I got saved by Christ yesterday. You know what I'm saying? Because I think the acceptance, I think once you accept that Jesus is the greatest gift that God gave us if you've been on this journey because here's the thing if you've been on this journey and you've been honestly trying to get yourself better you know what I'm saying you should get to a point where you realize you need Christ like that's what happened to me like this week like I broke down crying because I realized what I am is not enough I realized what I am is not enough. And so I was like, there's gotta be something bigger, something more. You know what I'm saying? There's gotta be something. It just gotta be something more, you feel me? And um, whatever I am is not enough. You know, I'm trying to create a life and create an identity and a personality where I feel like you know, I'm doing good, I'm being good, and I'm just finding out that it's not enough. It's not enough. So, so what am I missing? And that's when I realized you can't follow God without realizing that Christ was his best gift that he gave us. He gave us his only begotten son because he wants us to be Christ-like. So if he wants us to be Christ-like, then you have no choice but to accept Christ in your life if you're gonna follow God. So I feel like, is it the pastor laying hands on you and giving the formal, now you are washed again in a blood speech, blah, 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 or is it you accepting that Jesus was God's greatest gift to earth in your heart, mind, body, and soul? Because I feel like if you're accepting that Christ is his greatest gift, then Aren't you saved by Jesus? If you start living like Jesus, speaking like Jesus, acting like Jesus, aren't you saved by God? I'm curious, like real question, curious. Aren't you saved by God? So that's what I've been sitting here wondering and I think I'm saved by Christ. And I don't think it was a coincidence either. This week I found, when I was in one of the Ubers, I found a coin with the verse, you know, for those, for those who believe that, Jesus, that God gave his only begotten son to perish and die for our sins, you know how it goes. He will have everlasting life. And then I accepted 
God's gift in my heart, mind, body, and soul. So why do I need someone that laid hands on me to be that way? You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that was my thinking. You know what I'm saying? That was my thinking like, you know, do I need a pastor to lay hands on me or do I just accept Christ in my life? And honestly, like I said, if you've been listening to me on this journey, I believe the greatest gifts God gave us is our mind, body, soul, and life. So if I accept Christ through those gifts, how am I living wrong? How do I not have Christ in my life? If I live in a manner that's Christ-like, how do I not have Christ in my life? How do I not have Christ in my life? You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's really my thinking. That's really my thinking. So, you know. Hey, I believe that Christ can be gained by just living. And that's my path. You know, that's that's how I follow God. I follow God through the gifts that he gave me. I don't follow God off of people. I follow God through mind, body, soul, and life. Because those are the gifts he gave us. If there was no church around, if there was no other people around, how would you know God? You would know God by your very being. By your very being, you would know God. So that's how I live my life. That's why, you know, I don't necessarily call myself a Christian yet. Because I believe you find God through using his gifts. You know what I mean? I believe you find God through using his gifts. So when I came to that question for myself, I was like, man, like, do I need to go to church to follow Christ? Or can I just accept Christ in my life and continue to live in a way that is Christ-like? You know, to me, the best apology is changed behavior. I never really truly accepted Jesus as God's greatest gift at any point in my life. Like, I was saved multiple times, but I never believed. That's the difference. I was saved multiple times, but I never believed. I never believed. You know what I'm saying? I never believed. But now I believe. You know what I'm saying? Now I believe. So... It's like, hey, do I have Christ in my life or not? But I believe that I have Christ in my life. I sincerely 100% believe that. And on the other hand, by accepting God's greatest gift, you find out more about God. You know, one thing I was looking at this week is that is. You know, I've started reading up on the story of Jesus. You know what I mean? And I learned about God just from the beginning. You know, Jesus was born in Bethlehem. And he was born in unforeseen and extraordinary circumstances. That right there shows you who God is. That right there, you already seen who God is. He's unorthodox. It's on his timing. He's extraordinary. Let me point it out to you. Bethlehem, I don't know if you know or whatever. I think, I think on this fact right here, I may not be 100% sure, but I think Bethlehem was like the smallest tribe or the, like the, the least city or whatever 
at the time. You feel me? Among God's people. And among like just the world at the time. And God still sent his greatest gift there. He sent his greatest gift there. And then on top of that, she didn't become impregnated like a regular person. God put that in her spirit. God put that in her. You know what I'm saying? I think that's when you start accepting Christ's journey, his story, that's when you start accepting Christ in your life. And that's when you also see more of God. We know now that God is an extraordinary person and he does things unorthodoxly. And I felt like he was telling me that, not even telling me, but okay, let me clear that up because I want you guys to think I'm a religious nut. When I say I think God was telling me something, I mean, I felt like he was showing me something through his gifts, through his word, through, through my understanding of his word is God has to do things in a way where only he can get credit. Now, when I was growing up, I used to think that was the most selfish thing in the world. Like, wow, dude, you're only you're only doing this for your credit. You're only doing this for your credit. And this is why I say you have to find God through his gifts. Because, you know, my immature me, I'm like, oh man, this guy just wants some credit. This guy just wants some credit. But then I went through things in life that I realized only God could have done. And now I'm just like, I understand why God has to do things in a certain way. Because if he doesn't do things in a certain way, we, we won't believe that it was him. We'll give others credit. We'll give other things praise. No, whatever situation you're in, whatever you're going through, God is going to fix it if you believe it. You just have to trust that he's an unorthodox, extraordinary God. And he has to do it in a way, because remember, the ultimate goal of everything is to lead you back to Christ, is to get you closer to God. So, he can't do things in a way where it'd be so easy, you wouldn't come back to God. You wouldn't come back to Christ. If somebody just gave you a million dollars right now, you wouldn't draw closer to God. Trust me, you wouldn't draw closer to God because it was just given to you. It was just given to you. You wouldn't, you wouldn't say, you wouldn't, you'd probably say thank you God at first because you'd be so happy and excited. You'd be so happy and excited. But it was just given to you. If it was just given to you, later on, you're not going to be like, oh, man, this is surely God right here. No, nah, you're going to be like, oh, I, I got lucky, finally, blah, blah, blah. So sometimes God has to do things in a way where you know it's him. And you can apply. This is where you start applying Jesus' walk to your own life. See, your new life begins when you accept Christ in your life. That's when you're born again. So now at this very moment that you've accepted Christ, you're born again. Now you can follow his story. You see who God is. God gave his greatest gift. He gave his greatest gift to the smallest town, smallest tribe around at the time that didn't really have no power. And he did it in a way where it was unbelievable. She didn't even have sex to have the kid. He just planted the seed in her. Just planted the seed in her. That's you. 
wherever you're at in life, you just came back to Christ. God's going to move for you in extraordinary and unorthodox ways because you're his now. You're his now. Just like Jesus, you're his. You're his. Jesus' story is your story. Jesus' story is your story. It is your story. So now my thing to you is follow Jesus' story. Apply Jesus' story to your life. That's how you accept Christ. Because you have to get to know Jesus too. You can't be like somebody that you don't know. How can I be like Jesus if I don't know his story? You got to open up your heart to Jesus. You got to open up your heart to God. That's why it's important that you become aware of God. That's why you do things in steps. You can't accept Christ in your life without knowing who God is. You can't know who God is without accepting Christ in your life. You can't. This is God's greatest blessing to us. This is his greatest showing of love. We have to act off of that. If I'm saying that right, we have to act off of that. We have to act off the fact that this is his greatest gift. This is his greatest blessing. You want your life to be blessed. You've got to accept the greatest gift because by accepting God's gift, you find out about more about God. And you also become like his greatest gift. This is his greatest gift. Don't get jealous. You should want to be like Jesus. This is his most perfect gift. God sent us a blueprint and said, if you're going to be like anybody, be like this guy right here. That's what he said. If you're going to be like anybody, be like this guy right here. So once you become aware of God and you know that God is the ultimate and that he's everything, boom, and that you, you, you have to be obedient to him, trustworthy, you got to be patient, faithful, happy, and grateful, and softly spoken, Take care of yourself, carry yourself well, feed yourself good things inside and out, make good decisions for yourself, change what you lust after, you know what I'm saying? And you'll see, you'll be led to Christ. God will literally lead you to Christ. It's the funniest thing ever. God will literally lead you to Christ. And Christ will lead you to God. But in order to experience any of those things, you have to want it. At the end of the day, this all comes from having to want it. It all comes from having to want it. You have to want God. You have to want Christ. I'm not going to lie. I got up this morning after dealing with that annoying stuff. And I was going to tell the person who was taking me to church today. I was going to be like, man, I'm not even feeling church today for real. I'm not even feeling it. But I remember one thing that just keeps, these two things that just keep sitting in my head. When you lack motivation, stay consistent. Even on the days I'm not feeling, feeling Jesus, feeling God, I want to stay consistent. Because I want to show God I need him in my life every day. No matter what's going on around me, I need him in my life every day because he's the most important thing. He's the most important thing. He's the most important thing. So yeah, I'm still gonna go to church and stuff, you feel me? I'm not gonna let that stop me at all. At all. 
Whew, that was a lot, man. That was a lot, guys. Thank you guys for sit- sticking through the whole episode. Um, make sure to follow me on TikTok. Just another underscore dude, another spelled A-N-T-H-R. Make sure to follow me on Snapchat, BPC underscore 17. Follow me on the gram, still human underscore after H-U. Shoot, if you want, follow me on Tinder, uh, tw- <laughs> Twitter, slime underscore belief one. You know what I'm saying? All I do, all, I, all I'm trying to do is spread the good news of God, how he's changing my life. And if you've been on this journey with me this long, you know I went from just wanting to be better for myself and getting my mind, body, and soul together. And I wouldn't even believe in God. This, this is why I started this podcast. I want people to see God off of me. You know, it, it, was something, it was something that was funny, that was said funny last night to me. That it was crazy is, you know, someone was like, you know, do you got to go to church or whatever to be a good Christian? Something along those lines. And I was like, I want people to find God through me. Like, we are God's ultimate gift, bruh. He, ha- he didn't make anything else like us. As far as we know, we are the only things he made like this. I don't know what's on Mars. I don't know what's on Jupiter. Just like I told you earlier in the episode with that celebrity news guy. So I don't concern myself with things I don't know about. If that was the case, I would have been a scientist or something like that, you know? But I don't concern myself with stuff like that. So just keep your eyes on God and follow Christ. Be a man or, 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 or a woman of God. Be a son or daughter of God. And follow Christ. But to follow Christ, you got to accept his whole journey. His whole story. You know? And, and off of that journey and his whole story, you're going to find out who you are. You're going to find out who you are. And don't let the little trivial things in life that don't matter turn you away from God or Jesus. Like, I woke up annoyed. You know what I'm saying? What was going on in some of my personal situations. But I'm good now. I'm blessed now. Because my eyes is on Jesus. I'm staying consistent. Every day I get up and pray, read my Bible. I think, how can I make myself... How can I come closer to God? How can I come closer to Jesus? You know what I'm saying? So, and and I'm, I'm happy I made the decision to accept Christ in my life. I'm very happy. And I hope you guys do the same. I hope you, I hope Christ comes into anybody's life who's listening to this right now. You are special, you are a gift, and God is in you. And you can accept Christ. Have a blessed week.